Good morning, Pantherland! It's Thursday, but not only is it Thursday, it is Florida Panthers game day as the Florida Panthers look ahead to a huge matchup tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs back home in beautiful Sunrise, Florida at the BB&T Center. My name is Josh and I'm from Panther Parkway. Com. And joining me as always is my good friend and yours, Frank Rikus. Greetings, everybody. It's a hockey night in South Florida. You are listening to Locked On Panthers. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Frank Rikus, owner of PantherParkway.com. And looking forward to today's show and uh, talking some hockey. Frank, it has been a week uh, already for Florida Panthers fans, for Pantherland, uh, beginning on Monday with the NHL trade deadline and seeing Florida Panther fan favorite Vincent Trocek traded to the Carolina Hurricanes. And then, of course, immediately the uh, holla that they got back for uh, Trocek uh, comes into town. And, of course, Tuesday night, the Florida Panthers defeat the Arizona Coyotes in Glendale uh, with the new uh, the new friends the new friends Walmart and Hala joining the team. Uh, of course, uh, Panthers fans got a taste of that. What that's going to look like, kind of some reconfiguration of the roster. Uh, but before we jump into how those uh, moves have affected uh, the Florida Panthers lineup, I just want to kind of ask you, Frank. You know, on Monday when we recorded our trade deadline show. Uh, which was a great, great show, by the way. Really, uh, really great. Yeah, it was. Uh, enjoyed having everybody on and uh, the guys that contributed. But uh, I want to ask you this because we were kind of hot. You know, it just happened. Uh, it was fresh. Now that you've had a few days to, to sit on it, to think about the uh, the Trocheck trade, uh, say that 10 times fast, What <laughs> uh, what? Uh, how are your feelings? Are your feelings still about the same? Do you have some more thoughts or maybe have your have your feelings developed a little bit since Monday? Um, I mean, I guess I'm not as, uh, agitated as I was, you know, Monday only f- not, and not from the standpoint that Trocek was traded, Trocek was traded, Trocek was traded. All right. That's four times. That's hard. Um, not bad, not bad. Well, I haven't had my bourbon yet. Um, it's, you know, that, that part didn't really upset me and, you know, it's not really, did the return upset me? Eh. I'm just I'm still a little disappointed though that uh, we didn't address the defense. That that's the thing that kind of still still bothers me even though uh, you know the game against Arizona, you know we we came out with a 2 to 1 victory. Uh, honestly, I think that was more Sergey Bobrovsky than it was the defense, but uh you know, I I'm I've calmed down quite a bit. Um you know, and I've read some things about Trocheck and his relationship uh with quenville and there were some things that are are being brought to the forefront um whether they're true or not i you know i don't know i can't i can't validate anything but there were some rumblings that uh you know there, there was some disappointment with trochik's play uh wasn't thrilled with his style and uh was trying you know like we said on monday night trying to find him some line mates and just couldn't make it work so Basically, uh, you know, that is one reason why he's gone, probably amongst others. But I wish Vinny well. Um, he's a heart and soul guy. I think that, uh, you know, change of scenery hopefully 
uh, does him some good. Well, I know Carolina fans weren't super impressed in their first uh, <laughs> experience uh, with Trocek, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, for me over the last couple of days, like you said, Frank, uh, I've calmed down a little bit. Obviously, there's still frustration about uh, not making a move to cover the defense. Man, I, I really did think that was going to happen, uh, seeing as uh, the defense sucks. So, um, you know, I thought I thought there was going to be a uh, thanks, George. I thought there was going to be a uh, a little bit of uh, improvement there, and I think seeing that not happen uh, was shocking. Now, of course, in the days since, uh, there's been some more elaboration, so to say, on. Uh, you know what happened there that the Panthers were in on a couple of different defensemen, but they were up against the cap and you have to trade money to, to get money. And I think that's ultimately what was the undoing for the Panthers. I think there was trades that they were willing to, to move the assets to make, but they couldn't because, uh, because of cap concerns. And I think that's, what's, you know, maybe, uh, casual Panther fans don't really fully, grasp how how deep the crunch is for the Panthers as far as the cap goes and in order to bring anyone in they had to to move someone out that was making money and I don't think there was teams willing to eat uh, a Mike Matheson uh, or even a Mark Pesek's contract uh, to kind of make that work so um, you know it is money in money out that's how the game is played that's how the business works and so um, yeah I'm disappointed they weren't able to get anything done Uh, at the same time you know as as uh the, the rumors you mentioned, the, the, the talk going out there about Vincent Trocek's play and, and kind of the frustration from the Panthers' uh, management to put him with line mates that uh, he could play with. You start thinking about that and you go, wow, you know, that does make a lot of sense. Looking back at uh, this season and the, the different combinations that Quinville has uh, made as far as line mates for Trocheck. Uh, I don't think it was a secret that he was having a hard time connecting with any of the wingers. Uh, but as you read some other people's analysis of that, you know, uh, people who watch a lot more hockey uh, tapes than I do, uh, you start to kind of hear this idea that, you know, Trocek uh, was often um, selfish with the puck. You know, he wasn't uh, quick to distribute it, which I think that's that's a fair assessment, um, that he definitely was trying to be more of a, a perimeter player. And that guys who score, you know, like Connolly and Hoffman and even Vitrano, we're struggling to play with him uh, because of that. Now, uh, you look at the way Eric Halla centered the second line Tuesday night against the Arizona Coyotes, very different style of play. And so, you know, you saw him making passes, trying to make his teammates look good, um, you know, uh, crashing the net, being physical, finishing checks. Those are all the things that Vincent Trocek hadn't done in a long time. And, uh, you know, I think those are the things that Dale Talon was looking for. And ultimately, it would seem, at least uh, for, for now, uh, that he's getting some of that production. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, I think some thought went into, you know, who they were looking for to try and find uh, a, a little bit different of a, of a mixture. Um, you know, Halla is a hard-nosed player. You know, a little uh, somewhat similar style to uh, to Trocek, but definitely he demonstrated um, Tuesday night that he you know is willing to pass the puck. He isn't uh, you know a, a puck hog if that's the right term to use. And you know Trocek did a lot of that, and uh, a lot of it wasn't happening for him. And I you know even over the years, I don't think it was just this year, but I think you look back at the past couple of years it seemed to be very difficult to find, uh, you know, a solid set of line mates for him. So, 
you know, is it a guy that was trying to do too much by himself? Was he selfish or is it a combination? You know, who the heck knows? But um, uh, it's we got 20 games roughly to see how this trade works out. And then, you know, we can determine if uh, we want to make a run for Hala after the season because he is an unrestricted, um, you know, free agent. He is, had a very good season with uh, Vegas a couple of years ago. Um, whether he can, you know, repeat that in the future remains to be seen. But let's kind of see how this shakes out. Well, against the Arizona Coyotes, the Panthers definitely had a good showing. Now, you mentioned it off the top of the show, Frank. You know, a lot of that was Sergei Bobrovsky uh, playing really well against Arizona. And, you know, I keep forgetting that Arizona is like not that bad now. You know, you start no, looking at a good team. You look at the roster, you're like, oh, Taylor Hall, Phil Kessel. Uh, you know, uh, Clayton Keller, uh, Lawson Krause, Florida Panthers legend, um, <laughs> you know, Darcy Kemper, uh, Oliver Ekman, Larson, Nick Jarmelson. You start talking about, you're like, oh, wait, there's actually a lot of really good players on the Arizona Coyotes um, yeah. that are playing. But yeah, I think Sergei Bobrovsky definitely put on a clinic uh, against Arizona, played really, really well. But, you know, you have to ask yourself now, obviously, uh, Bob's play is essential for the team, especially down the stretch. But um, you know, I, I felt like particularly from guys like Riley Stillman, uh, you could see a little bit more desperation in their play. Um, there was definitely some physicality between the new players and their line mates that perhaps we haven't seen in a little while from the Panthers. And so maybe this is a spark that can kind of get them going on a roll. Uh, obviously a huge game tonight uh, against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, this is going to this one's for all the marbles, so to speak, uh, as they try to battle it out for the third spot in the Atlantic Division. And the question's going to be which uh, which team shows up, you know, tonight. Uh, is it the Leafs team that lost to a Zamboni driver, or is it the the Leafs team that beat the Lightning? You know, is it uh, is it the Panthers team that beat uh, Arizona, or is it the Panthers team that? Probably could have lost to a Zamboni driver. Um, you know, which which version of those teams are going to come to play in Sunrise tonight? Uh, that remains to be seen. But nevertheless, huge game uh, for the Panthers. And, uh, man, this is this game just matters. It's crazy to have a game that matters this much in February. But, man, this game really matters uh, for both teams. So, uh, Frank, what should we be uh, looking for? Give us kind of the breakdown on what we should be expecting uh, tonight against Toronto. Well, Toronto's coming off a uh, 4-3 victory over uh, Tampa Bay on um, Tuesday. And I think in that game, I believe John Tavares had two goals. So, you know, I think you could say that they recovered from losing to the Zamboni driver. That's a joke that's probably never, ever going to go away. Um, But, you know, they are not short of goal scoring. You know, and again, we've talked about this in their team before. Uh, they're built very similar to us. They have great offensive talent. Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, William Nylander, Tavares. Uh, you know, they even have some good secondary scoring with Zach Hyman and Kasperi Kapanen. Uh, so offensively, that's not that's not their issue. And um, just looking now, Austin Matthews has 43 goals so far this season, 31 assists, 74 points. That's uh, that's pretty nice for him uh but where toronto lacks of course like the panthers is their defensive um ability and you know they have a lot of puck moving defensemen i don't think they have anybody who you could call physical i think well maybe the closest guy you could have called physical was jake muzzin but he's out with an injury now 
Um, so they've lost him. So it's two evenly matched teams, I think, in style of play. And uh, this has playoff implications all over the place. Right now, Tampa, um, Tampa. Toronto's ahead by two points. The Panthers need this. Otherwise, it's a four-point difference. So this is a big swing here. And, uh, you know, it's good that it's a home game for the Panthers. Uh, but they have to really, really come out hard and fast. And they have to play their game. Toronto likes to play run and gun. And I don't think we should get into that battle. Um, I think we should try to slow it down just a little bit. But at the same time, use our speed when necessary. But let's try to cut down on the uh, home run or stretch passes. We don't need to see that every time we're trying to exit the zone. Well, you know, a big part of Toronto's embarrassing loss uh, to the Carolina Hurricanes last week was uh, Eric Halla and Lucas Walmark. So it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see if they uh, if they're able to add that sustained pressure that Carolina exhibited uh, against the Leafs, really holding them back from being able to even get shots uh, on uh, the Zamboni driver David Ayers. <laughs> Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, I agree with you, Frank. I think that both teams are very evenly matched in the offensive zone. Um, it's really going to come down to which team plays a better team defense and which goaltender uh, puts on a clinic. And I'm just going to tell you right now, uh, both goaltenders are going to get some work in tonight. Uh, you know, because of the way that both teams play, uh, both goaltenders are going to have to stand on their head a little bit. It's going to be an interesting night. And, and like you said, a huge game. Uh, for the Panthers. Hopefully uh, the stadium's going to get packed out tonight with Panther fans. Uh, I saw uh, earlier uh, today that they were talking about uh, it's getting pretty close to being sold out. So uh, hopefully it's a big turnout uh, for the Thursday night uh, matchup against the Great White North. It's going to be a big game uh, for Panthers fans as well. Uh, You know, it's always a big moment when Canadian fans are in the building. Uh, but it's going to be a big uh, moment for them to see, you know, uh, hey, where's this going to go? You know, I kind of was thinking about this today, Frank. For the Leafs and the Panthers, who are both kind of battling for that third spot in the Atlantic Division, it's really uh, not as much a matter of who's going to take the lead and run with it. It's just who's going to fail less. Like both, <laughs> yeah. both teams are kind of spiraling. Now, that could change. But uh, right now, you just have to, you know, fail a little bit more gracefully. Uh, than the other team to get that spot. And so, uh, you know, both teams are in such similar... It's really, it's it's almost stunning how similar positions both teams are in uh, as they go into this game. And so, uh, not just in points and in standings, but in their style of play and in their issues. Both teams have very similar issues. So, it's going to be a really big game. And hopefully, uh, Panther fans show up for it. Hopefully, they come to support... Uh, the team, and hopefully, more importantly than Panther fans showing up for it, hopefully the Panthers show up for it. Uh, that's going to be the the key test tonight uh, in this matchup. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you know, we can't suffer from a slow start tonight. Uh, Toronto will definitely take advantage of that, and they've got to come out. Uh, you know, in charge. It's your building, guys, and uh, you've got to show that you want this game. And uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to see them play together as a team. Uh, I, I liked a few things against Arizona. You know, Riley Stillman was very physical. Uh, maybe getting uh, being a healthy scratch kind of helped him a little bit. I think he had five hits in that game. Even Frank Vetrano, uh was bouncing off a few people. He had five hits as well. So uh, we need to see that physicality, uh, not only from the defense, but from the forwards as well. We've got to win the puck battles. Uh, we've got to l- limit the ice. We've got to uh, control the neutral zone. And 
definitely we got to stay out of the penalty box. Well, yeah, that's going to be a huge part of uh, of the winning strategy, indeed. And, and you would hope that uh, Coach Q is already instilling some of these ideas in the team uh, as they're looking towards tonight's game. Of course, it's not over this weekend. Uh, there's going to be a little bit of a, a rematch as the Chicago Blackhawks make their way into town. And uh, I'm sure uh, Coach Q uh, has had this one checked off on the calendar for a little bit. Uh, so obviously a huge game and a win in Chicago uh, against the Blackhawks, and now uh, the Blackhawks visit South Florida uh, after uh, making a big trade uh, at the deadline. Robin Lehner going to the Vegas Golden Knights, and then Sunday turn around with a back-to-back four o'clock start against the surging Calgary Flames. Uh, so obviously quite a bit uh, going on this weekend. Three games and four nights. Uh, the Panthers, I say, to be successful, have to at least get four out of six available points. Uh, you would hope for five, <laughs> so uh, yeah. it's going to yep. be uh, it's going to be a, a big uh, a big weekend. But both those teams on the weekend are Western Conference teams, and so the game that matters more, the four point game, as we say, is this Leafs game tonight. Could not agree more. That's the one that we've got to scoop up the two points, uh, if nothing else, for morale's sake. Uh, you know, it would be nice to sweep uh, the next three, but. I'll I'll be happy with five out of six. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can't really fault them for wanting to do that. So, uh, yeah, hopefully the Panther fans uh, come and uh, they're part of it. It's going to be great. And uh, we look forward to seeing what happens tonight. All right, Frank. Well, as we look around at the world's reaction, the, uh, the World Wide Web, so to speak, to the Florida Panthers uh, deadline moves, uh, I just wanted to kind of share this article. Uh, I was—I I don't know if you—I'm sure you do too as well. But I am a avid reader of Thirty One Thoughts. Uh, it's definitely my favorite weekly blog. No offense to uh, any other bloggers out there, but uh, I think uh, I think Elliot Friedman does a great job with uh, his Thirty One Thoughts. And uh, you know, every once in a while, he's got a Panther thought. It's few and far between. It seems like sometimes. But uh, interesting that in 31 Thoughts, um, Elliot Friedman has a thought about uh, the Vincent Trocek trade. I wanted to kind of read this to you, Frank, and kind of get your reaction. So this uh, this is what Elliot Friedman had to say in his 11th thought. The move that surprised most was Florida's trade of Vincent Trocek. I heard that when teams asked the Panthers about it, they asked, what's wrong that's making him available? Arizona, Calgary, and Minnesota were among those who had made pitches. There were a few factors that went into this, but it's clear that Joel Quinville and Trocek didn't mesh. Chris Johnston reported that the Panthers have been ordered to cut payroll. There's that rumor again, which certainly fits with the move. But Quinville wanted to send a message while the playoffs were still within reach that changes were coming if the group did not compete harder. The prospects that they got will play. Lucas Walmark played 12-39 in Tuesday's game against the Coyotes. Eric Halla, 14-30. Halla is an interesting guy. He's got a chip on his shoulder and believes that he deserves more of a role than he gets. In fact, in Minnesota, his nickname was Halla Famer because of that. The Panthers went want attitude, and he'll get a shot there. So, Frank, your response to Freed's thought. 
Well, I, I love reading Elliot Friedman's 31 Thoughts. Typically, I save it for Sunday morning with my cup of coffee. Uh, but every now and then, you know, I'll sneak a peek here and there. But uh, I love his insight. And, you know, this is definitely something that, you know, was a concern. Obviously, any head coach is always going to have an issue with a player or two. And obviously, it sounds like Quenville and Trocek were not on the same page. And, you know... This has happened with Quenville before. It's happened with guys like Brendan Peary. Um, it's happened with you know other guys when he was with Chicago that Stan Bowman traded for. Uh, another name that sticks out for me is defenseman Trevor Daly, who just couldn't quite fit in. He goes on to Pittsburgh and you know has a pretty decent season. I think they won the cup that year. So you know if you're not going to fit into Quenville's style, if you guys aren't going to mesh, and you're not going to follow his protocol he's going to make things difficult for you or you're going to be shipped out of town so uh, he wants a little more grit and that's what Halla brings he is a gritty player he wants the Panthers to be a little bit more hard-nosed and that's also what Halla brings and it's yeah it's a message and we've said before that a message needs to be sent and somebody is going to uh, be dealt because of that, and it turns out that it's going to be a popular player, and Trochik was very popular. So, you know, it, it, it happened. Now we're going to see, you know, what the reaction not only of the team is, but uh, what, what Halla is going to do. And yeah. for Halla, it's a great opportunity. He's an unrestricted free agent. Who doesn't love playing hockey in South Florida? Will he mesh with the players? You know, will they mesh with him? Will he like his time here? Well, how much of a contributor, you know, will he be? Well, yeah, and, and you know, Friedman brings up this thing that his nickname in uh, Minnesota was Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, he definitely, you know, from what Friedman's saying, has this reputation of, you know, always thinking he should have a bigger role. I like that. You know, I, mm-hmm. I think the problem yeah. the Panthers have had is too many guys thinking that they're already have arrived. You know, uh, that they already have the big role before maybe they've earned it. Um, I like to hear that, and I like the attitude. You know, one of the things that really struck me was right after being traded uh, to the Panthers, one of the first things Eric Halla talked about is, hey, I've never missed the playoffs in my career, and I don't intend for it to start now. Yeah, that's I like the, that. That's the kind of yep. stuff you want to hear. You want that attitude. And uh, so, yeah, I, I'm really excited to have that. I think that's a fresh take. That's a fresh attitude that other members of the Panthers have definitely not displayed, and hopefully it's infectious and he comes into the locker room and he's able to get some guys riled up. I hope so because we certainly need it. You know, the, we've been saying since the All Star break, the playoffs have kind of started now, and this is really when the Panthers got to you know dig deep, look at themselves in the mirror, and you know fight for their playoff lives. We don't want to. It's it's not going to be a successful season if we don't make the playoffs. It's not even going to be a f- successful season if we do make the playoffs and get bounced out in the first round. We need to at least get into the second round. Um, otherwise, it will be a very disappointing season based on the coach that we have, the money that we've spent in free agency, and all the promise that we had dating back to September of this year of uh, 2019 when when training camp started. Well, truer words have never been spoken, my friend. Uh, <laughs> Tonight's game is going to be a big deal. Make sure you check it out. Follow along on Twitter at Panther Parkway. We'll have live in-game commentary, gifts, funny stuff, stories, thoughts. Uh, make sure you follow Frank as well at Frank Rikus. And you can follow me at Josh underscore L-O-O. 
Panthers, like Locked On Panthers. Hey, you can call, uh, call in, leave us a voicemail. Let us know what you think about the Panthers at 954-228-0630. Just leave a voicemail letting us know your thoughts and we might play it on the show. It's going to be great to hear what Panther fans are thinking about. And of course, check out pantherparkway.com. We think it's the New York Times of Florida Panthers news and information. Lots of great stuff. Great tribute to Vincent Trocek this week. Check it out. All right. For this edition of Locked on Panthers, I'm Josh. I'm Frank. Thank you for listening. Thank you.